0: Thessalonians 5 verse 23 and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Body gate hearing Romans 10 verse 17 so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Body, Gate, Sight Hebrews 12 verse 2 Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Body, Gate, Smell 2 Corinthians 2 verse 15 For we are to God a sweet smell of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. Body, gate, taste Hebrews 6 verses 4 through 5 For in the case of those who have once been enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. Body, gate, touch. Matthew 20, verse 34. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes, and immediately they regained their sight and followed him. Why is the hearing gate so important, as all the gates are very important? Well, we know this about hearing, that when the hearing nerves lose their function and no longer channel sound signals to the brain, the brain forgets the sound over time and becomes unable to understand them. the first body gate that we're going to discuss is hearing. And this is interesting because in Romans 10:17, it says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And praise God, the word is in us. Jesus lives in our heart. God deposit Holy Spirit in us, we are overflowing in Holy Spirit. Now we know this as a saved child of God. We know that faith cometh by hearing. However, isn't it interesting that we cannot control necessarily what we hear. Sometimes you can be blindsided by something that was said on the radio, or something that was on TV, or even a music track that was playing. Whatever the distraction may be, when we hear it, the Word of God says that faith comes. So let me back up a little bit. If we open our hearing gate to negativity, if we open our hearing gate to things of this world, then what happens? We actually start to renew ourselves in that faith. We start to conform to this world. Because we're listening to the wrong things. Now, see, I, I, I want to take my time when we discuss this because we're going to go through all of the body gates and we're going to go strictly to the Word of God. And Holy Spirit's going to allow us to expound on that and to dive in a little deeper because hearing is a very big deal. So when we open ourselves up to things that are not of God and we hear that, whether we hear something negative all the time in the music that we listen to, whether we're hearing something negative from the fellowship we have with other people. What else? speaks to us. Because remember this is a body gate and this gate has to do with hearing. So what exactly are we listening to? Are we honed in listening to the voice of God? Or are we honed in listening to the world? Are we building our faith who is in us, in Christ Jesus, and tuning our spirit into what Holy Spirit speaking? Or does the world have a louder voice? And that is what we're lending our ear to. Father God, just as your word says, I pray that we hear your word who is in us. That Father God, we're in tune with Holy Spirit. That Father God, we hear everything good and perfect from you, Father. And that Father, I pray that you put earmuffs on us of things that you don't want us to hear. That Father God, by your Holy Spirit, those things cannot enter that gate. That Father, whatever is negative, whatever is not of you, Father, that you would filter those things, that you would silence those things. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for going before us and silencing the enemy, stopping the plans of the enemy. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Body, gate, sight. In Hebrews 12, 2, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God hallelujah sight why is it so important for us to fix our eyes on Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith he is faith Faith lives in me. Say it with me. Faith lives in me. It's not by our faith. It's in what Christ Jesus did. So when we look upon Jesus, we fix our eyes on him. We stay focused on Christ. We stay focused on the goodness of God. We stay focused in our identity, in what Jesus Christ did on the exchange that he took upon everything that we did, our sinful nature, everything we can do wrong, everything we did do wrong. Jesus took it upon his broken body so that the good that was offered unto Jesus Christ in the resurrection of his body, we were resurrected with him as well. We have the blessings of Jesus Christ. There was an exchange. So when we fix our eyes on Jesus Christ, we know that the eye is the fastest muscle in the body. One one hundredth of a second. That means you can turn to anything and look at it right away without even intentionally looking at it. And in many cases, we look at that thing a little too long. And then what happens? It triggers our mind and then our mind releases drugs into our body and then our heart follows those thoughts and then now that thing has a little bit more attention than what God even wanted for you but what did we do we fixed our eyes on that distraction We renewed ourselves in the world. So now we're conforming to this world and what the world dictates. I can tell you right now that many men, by the grace of God, I slayed this demon in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit took care of this demon. And I tell you what. Pornography right now is an epidemic, it is running rampant and it's so sickening. You even have Christians that are addicted to pornography. I said it, you have Christians, you have pastors, you have people that you would never imagine that are addicted to pornography. And this is the second gate of the body that we're discussing that we haven't even gone through them all. But imagine how quickly we fall. And if we choose to continue to fix our eyes on those distractions, then what happens? As we discuss time and time and time again. Because the eye is set on that thing, the mind renews itself in that. We've learned that the mind is the one in a fraction of a second that actually falls in love before the heart. This is a scientific proof, evidence, however you want to call it, this is our makeup. That your mind falls in love with that and your heart now desires it. So rather than looking at something and immediately turning to Jesus and facing the cross and in fear of God just saying, thank you, Father God, I am looking in your eyes, Lord Jesus Christ. I looked at something that I shouldn't have and now it's tormenting my thoughts. Now it's haunting me. Now it's calling to me and it's pulling me. And now I feel that this yoke is very heavy. I cannot do this. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ I look unto you Lord Jesus Holy Spirit I bind this thing that entered this gate I bind this thing that entered my eye gate that's trying to go and cycle itself in my mind so that my heart falls in love with this thing Holy Spirit I give this to you burn it out of me in Jesus Christ's name I pray whoever's listening to this podcast right now that if you are suffering from something, some type of addiction or something having to do with fixing your eyes on anything else other than Jesus Christ our Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, by the power of Holy Spirit, that you place your hands over your eyes right now and you say, Father, wash me clean by the blood of Jesus. I bind this spirit of infirmity. I bind it for I know Jesus Christ took it on the cross. And I loose this person, Father God. I loose this person. Say it, say it over yourself. I loose myself in the name of Jesus. That I'm not going to be in bondage over this thing. That I fix my eyes on Jesus. Lord Jesus, I'm looking unto you. And I fix my eyes on you. And Father God, I thank you that you shut this gate. That Father, if anything, if anything comes up. That Father, I do not have any desire. Other than looking unto Jesus and rejoicing and thanking you, Father, that this is done. In Jesus' name, amen. Body, gate, smell. In 2 Corinthians 2, verse 15, For we are to God a sweet smell of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish smell is an interesting gate because smell is one of those senses that when you smell a certain scent it can take you back in a moment it can take you back to a great moment or it can take you back to a very difficult moment that brings back a lot of horrible memories we cannot control what we smell now this is the body gates that we're talking about And I want the gospel to be so real and Holy Spirit is, is guiding us this way and teaching us this way, that the body senses are exactly those senses, that that's how we live because we are in this body, in this flesh. And sometimes when we smell some things, it can trigger a craving. I smoked cigarettes for over 20 years. And I will tell you that there were many, many times, I can't even count, that I tried to quit. But every time I would smell a cigarette, that craving came upon me. I did drugs for many, many, many years. Over 15 to be exact. And there was smells that drew me back to that state of mind. I was abused when I was little, and there are smells that brought me back to that horrible time. I confess this all to you because this is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the truth of us dying with Jesus that day and living a resurrected life that when we choose to fix our eyes on Jesus, that when we choose to hear the Word of God through reading the Word, through a relationship with Holy Spirit, through revelation, through fellowship with like-minded Christians who are sensitive in Holy Spirit, who are filled with Holy Spirit, who aren't religious or judgmental, But I'm talking about an edifying body that just knows the goodness of our Father. What's beautiful is that just by that right there. No works involved. No works. Just completely sensitizing your body, your gates to God. Completely submitting your body to God. That I am going to hear the word of God and I'm going to renew my mind as I hear that word of God and I'm gonna fix my eyes on Jesus and that whatever whatever fragrance comes my way that I know that I'm giving glory and thanksgiving to God because of what Jesus Christ did for me because I am no longer myself I died with Jesus Christ the moment he laid down his spirit so there is no way that any type of fragrance can bring me back to that state of mind there is no way that a demon can come in and say oh no you just smelled cigarettes and you had trouble there is no way that the enemy can say oh no you just walked by somebody that smelled like weed and you struggled getting rid of that thing there is no way that you can walk by someone and smell their cologne and say oh no that was a horrible relationship that was an abusive relationship why am I saying there is no way because when we know that Christ is in us and the Holy Spirit of God is taking charge of our spirit, our soul, our body. He will then take those thoughts. He will then take those memories. He will then take those things that are trying to hold you back completely away. In Jesus' name, amen. Body, gate taste. Hebrews 6, verses 4 through 5. For in the case of those who have once been enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come." There are taste nerves that are directly connected to the brain stem. This is a scientific fact that there is taste buds that are connected to your brain. So what does this say? that whatever we put in our mouth it actually triggers our mind, it triggers our brain and so when we open this gate of taste when we put in our mouth something that does not belong in our body that thing triggers the brain So I pray that the anointing behind this ministers to you that if you are going through something right now, an addiction of something that you're putting in your body that you know it's killing you, you know that you need to stop. However you keep on getting tormented of the thoughts of this taste, that your brain is actually craving for this taste, that you can't even go to the grocery store and walk through the liquor section without a dry mouth. Or maybe it's something on the opposite end of that. That you cannot control your appetite. That your body is craving these things. That your taste buds are just out of control. Once again, the fact is. Those taste nerves. Bring their messages to the brain stem. And your brain, your mind is renewing itself from that craving of taste. So how do we combat this? How do we combat this craving? Well by the grace of God we have Holy Spirit in us. Amen? And when we completely submit ourselves, and once again, when we fix our eyes on Jesus, right, not on this bottle of liquor, not on this, I don't care what it is, that taste that is tormenting your mind, in the name of Jesus, that has to flee, that has to go. I bind that demonic thing in the name of Jesus, that you will no longer have that craving, and that you fix your eyes on Jesus, and you start hearing the Word of God through Holy Spirit you start hearing the encouraging scriptures and you have supernatural peace knowing that you have renewed your mind and that your mind triggers your heart falling all in love all over again in Jesus Christ just falling head over heels in love with God and as you're falling in love the saturation of Holy Spirit Overflow from the inside out from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet God Can remove? This craving of this particular taste God does not want anything Other than for you to taste and see his goodness and his mercy that is living in you in Christ Jesus. Beloved, we have tasted heaven in Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. On that glorious day when you confessed Jesus Christ you are my Lord, I open my heart. I receive you into my heart as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus I repent of my sins. I am so thankful that you are my Lord. Father thank you Thank you, Father God, that I am one in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you live in me and overflow in me, that you are in charge, and that my spirit, my body, my soul has to line up to you. I thank you, Father God, that I have tasted your goodness and your mercy, and I have no other craving of any desire of any taste that tries to draw a separation, Father, between you and I. That, Father, I want nothing more than for Holy Spirit to burn out those desires to burn out any cravings that are not of you Father God in Jesus Christ's name amen body gate touch Matthew 20 verse 34 moved with compassion Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they regained their sight and followed him touch. When someone touches you, receptors in the skin and when the muscle transmits a signal via the spinal cord and medulla to this area of your brain. This corresponds to an increase in the activity of the neurons in this area. Touch receptors in skin are distinct from those in muscle. There may be measurable differences in brain response to different depths of duration of touch. Touch appears to affect multiple brain regions at conscious and unconscious levels. So why am I giving you all of this scientific data or information about how we are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God and how these body gates interact with our brain? Beloved, all of this ties together because when you touch, whether it's an innocent touch or it's a perverse touch, that gate is fully open. Your body gate in that sense of touch is fully open. And what it does is that those signals now, as we just discussed, those signals are going to your brain. And now here is your brain, your mind, renewing itself. And what did we already cover? That the mind in a fraction of a second falls in love. And if your body touches that thing, and you allow your brain to fall in love and make your heart desire that touch, and that touch has nothing to do with God Almighty, then, beloved, hear me. This is a moment right now that Holy Spirit will minister to you and release this bondage over your life in whatever this touch is doing to you. Now by the grace of God we know that we are touched by what Jesus Christ did on the cross but there's a difference in being touched in what Jesus Christ did to the point that you died with Jesus and then there's a religious outlook where oh Jesus you're my Lord you did die however this is what I have to go through which is from the pit of hell let me say that again there's a difference when you are touched by the blood of Jesus Christ that you are resurrected because you died with Christ that day when Jesus laid down his spirit you died with Christ that day, so the old man is dead. You were touched by Holy Spirit, you rose from the dead with Christ as a new creature, a citizen of heaven, a beloved child of God, the righteousness of God, everything good and perfect owed to Jesus Christ our Lord became yours, became mine in that exchange Christ took my sin, Christ took my dead body, put it in the ground, and Jesus, hallelujah, when He rose from the dead, I was raised with Him. Amen? So how were you touched by the Gospel of Jesus Christ? How are you touched? And are you renewing your mind and your identity with Jesus? Are you renewing your mind? Romans 12.2 says, Or are you conforming to this world and now you are craving that touch that is not of God you see beloved this is really simple but religion the enemy has made this complicated and Holy Spirit wants nothing more than to free you from this thing and I encourage you right now while we were listening to this podcast that as you're renewing your mind on this touch that your gate has opened, that your body has opened. Maybe it was unintentional. Maybe it was someone who took your innocence. Or maybe it was something perverse that you provoked. It doesn't matter, because the blood of Jesus Christ is perfect. And He took that thing to the cross to touch your life, so that you live abundantly in the resurrection with Christ. So hear me now, a touch, a touch is a gate that not only when you feel that touch and your mind meditates on that touch and you allow that seed to be planted and now your heart is desiring those things. Beloved, I'm telling you right now, that that impacts your soul gate and when your soul gates get impact your soul gates now fight with the Spirit because now you have the body and the soul fighting against the Spirit where Holy Spirit is so beloved hear me when I say this in the name of Jesus Christ as we cover these body gates That we know that by the blood of Jesus Christ, flowing from the top of our head to the soles of our feet, the anointing of Holy Spirit overflow within us. That we renew our minds in Jesus, fixing our eyes on Him. And when we fix our eyes on Him, we know our identity. We know who we are in Jesus Christ. For Jesus lives in our heart, and we live in Him. And His Holy Spirit overflows in us. And He takes charge. And that touch from heaven is what we crave. That touch from heaven burns out any other desire. That touch from heaven is the cure for all. And we just thank You so much, Father God, that we rest on Your touch in what You did in Christ Jesus. That we are saved. That we are Your beloved. That we are one with You. For You made that exchange on the cross. And Father God, that touch is what I crave. That touch, Father God, is what I need and I want. And I have in Holy Spirit. I have the touch from you, Father God. A relationship with you, Father. And I thank you so much that this touch is what my body will crave. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Praise God, beloved by the grace of God we have covered the body gates and let us do a recap Holy Spirit help us you are a teacher help us Holy Spirit as we recap over this so we went over hearing and the importance of hearing because faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Word of God and how is it that when we hear it goes into our brain and then in our brain we renew ourselves we renew our mind and what we know the fact about where we fall in love is in the mind in that fraction of a second the brain falls in love and releases those drugs and those drugs just go all over and in our heart desires what the brain fell in love with and our heart is now in love and we're all in so we know that it's important that we hear the word that we hear who we are in Christ that we hear the true gospel that we hear Holy Spirit the number one teacher the most important thing is to know your identity in Christ and allow Holy Spirit to minister to you and to surround yourself do not forsake brother sister surround yourself by beloved children of God filled with Holy Spirit to encourage you to edify the kingdom To praise and worship Jesus Christ our Lord. And in that praise and worship, that manifestation of the Word, that manifestation of Holy Spirit within you, you will start hearing the goodness and renewing your mind. Next we covered sight. Sight, that we fix our eyes on Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Hallelujah! When we fix our eyes on Jesus, we renew our minds once again beloved hear me the eye is the fastest muscle in the body this is a fact one one hundredth of a second so yes we're gonna look at things that we're not to look to but the key thing is that we fix our eyes on Jesus and what happens the renewal of our mind takes place because you're fixing on the grace on the goodness on the mercy of God and the grace of Holy Spirit will take over and minister to you, and burn things out that don't belong. The next is smell. We covered the smell. That we pray that our prayers are set before our Father like incense. That we lift up our hands and we just praise Him. We covered that to God, we are a sweet smell in Jesus Christ. And how smell triggers, once again, beloved, the mind. That smell triggers that part of the mind where it can take you back. It can take you back if you allow it. However, if you hold that thought captive, plead the blood of Jesus, fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, hallelujah. As you fix your eyes, your mind renews itself. You're falling in love all over again. Hallelujah, praise God. And you're falling in love and and you're just... Dropping everything. You're dropping your pride. You're asking God for forgiveness. Holy Spirit is already doing a mighty works within you. Praise God. And then we cover the taste. And how the taste triggers. The brainstem, That the taste. Will actually renew your mind of that moment. And what we pray for is that we taste and we see the heavenly gift. That we are partakers of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is overflowing in us, in charge of our spirit, soul, and body. And when we taste this, glory to God, when we taste this, not only does the renewal take place, not only does the love take place, But then that craving, that craving of fellowship, that craving of Holy Spirit, you want nothing more. You want Holy Spirit to live your life because now you're living the abundant life in Jesus' name. And then, beloved, we covered touch. And in touch, praise God, we went deep. And how touch can trigger many senses, And we know that these gates are exactly that of the body. These gates can connect to our soul gate. By the grace of God, we are moved with compassion. Just as Jesus did. When Jesus touched our eyes. When Jesus touched us in his death. When he touched us when we were resurrected. When you meditate on that touch in what Christ did on the cross for you and I and the touch of Holy Spirit who is in us right now overflow that touch beloved will touch your brain that touch will hit your brain stem your nerves the renewing of your mind and your identity in Christ Knowing that you are one with God, because Christ lives in us and Holy Spirit is in charge. Holy Spirit will now be the one, in Jesus name, in charge of those gates, Amen. Father God, I thank you so much. Oh, Father, thank you so much for Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you, Father, for your only begotten. Thank you, Father God, for your body. And thank you, Father God, that you sacrifice your body and every gate for me. Thank you, Father God, that whoever is listening to this podcast, that you have anointed them, Father. Hallelujah. And Holy Spirit, that... You are overflowing in us. Forgive us, Holy Spirit, if we open our gates to anything that's not of You. And Father God, we bind those spirits in the name of Jesus. And Father, we command those things to be casted out. Holy Spirit, thank You for healing us. Thank You for delivering us from this evil. And thank You, Father God, that You overflow every gate And Father, even though we fall short of Your glory every day, I am so thankful, Father, for this revelation, wisdom, this truth, this understanding, that we know, Father, that we must renew our minds in You. That we know that we are in You. And Jesus, You are in me. Holy Spirit, You are in me. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Father, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah! Holy Spirit, move on all the hearts right now. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for putting all of this together to glorify you, to help us, for you are our helper. Thank you, Father, that you are love. And thank you so much, Father, that your goodness and your mercy is in hot pursuit over us. Father, we love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, with everything we got. Holy Spirit, you are everything. Holy Spirit, we love you and we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are our wisdom, you are our teacher, our guide, our comforter, our lover, our best friend, our shield, our buckler, that you go before us, that you are our guide, our compass, that Holy Spirit, wherever we go, you are there. Holy Spirit, that you push evil far away from us. And that, Holy Spirit, you silence the enemy. That you confuse the enemy upon himself. I thank you, Holy Spirit. You are the power. You are the belief. You are every action of God. And I thank you, Father God, that when we believe and speak, that it's Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, Father, to glorify you, Father God, the manifestation of you, Father, within us, in Jesus Christ's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Amen.